Hello there, and welcome to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast, where we talk about how we partner with God to grow in our faith. My name's Jeremy, and on today's episode, I'll be discussing the value of establishing a rule of life. But before we get into that, I'd invite you to take a moment and listen to how you can partner with me in the work of the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. I'd like to send a big thank you to all the listeners of the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. You've all been a tremendous blessing as I've gotten encouraging words from you about the podcast. If you're interested in helping to support the podcast, here are a couple of different ways that you can do that. Number one, you can help support us financially. Your support helps to support the time, energy, and resources needed to make the podcast go. You can give financially by going to anchor.fm backslash holy awkward silence. At the top of the page, you will see a button that says support. Click it, and it will allow you to set up monthly contributions. The second way you can help is to share the podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to help out the podcast grow. You can do so easily by clicking the share button and inviting others to listen to the podcast on your social media feeds. Third, you can help us out by praying. Pray that people will find the podcast, will listen, and will grow in their faith. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to help out the Holy Awkward Silence podcast in whatever way you can. Welcome back. Today we're talking about the value of establishing a rule of life. If you're unfamiliar with what a rule of life is, it's simply committing to a particular way of living your life. It was used in monastic communities and convents going all the way back to the early church. The most famous is the rule of life put in place by St. Benedict in the sixth century. The rule of life there governed things like their daily prayer routine, clothing, how they were to interact with each other, accountability and service to others, among so much more. Each community uh, established a pattern of daily habits specific to their institution. It was a means to live out their calling individually and as part of a community. There are usually private and communal components. Each member was expected to live according to the rule as part of that community. In creating and adhering to the rule of life, they were committing to a life of accountability to one another for their own spiritual formation before others and before God. Now, before I go any further, I want to make sure you understand that developing a rule of life is not a means to earn God's favor. It's not a means to earn salvation or to earn sanctification. It is not a means to get God to do what we want him to do. A rule of life doesn't make God love us. He already does. A rule of life should flow out of us as a response to God's love for us. It should be a response to his grace and love, not a means to earn it. Take note of Titus chapter 3, verses 3 through 8 as a reminder. At one time... We too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. 
We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. So with that being said, a rule of life is an ancient practice that can seem pretty foreign to us. Most of us aren't part of a, a monastic community, so we might wonder if this is really a truly valuable experience for us to enter into. I'd argue that there is tremendous value in creating one because it can help us think through who we want to be, how we want to live, and most importantly, how God wants us to live. A rule of life helps us govern how we interact with others. It can help us sort through priorities and keep us from being overwhelmed by things that we really can't fit into our schedule. It can help us create more space in our lives for the presence of God. It helps or can help bring order and freedom to live as God calls us. Rule of life often includes a commitment to prayer for self and for others, scripture reading, stewardship, service, worship, as well as some other spiritual disciplines. It may include how you spend your Sabbath, how you spend your money or a commitment to self-care through healthy eating and exercise. You may choose to include committing to quality time with family or friends, neighbors, or a mentor. Whatever your goals, commit to them, write them down, and bring others in to help you stay accountable. If you're interested in crafting or establishing a rule of life, here are some things that you might want to consider in crafting your own. Number one, start small and develop good habits. Lasting change usually occurs when we establish good habits, but it tends to occur slowly over a long period of time. Be willing to invest, be willing to take the time it takes to develop those good habits. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you as you create it. Be attentive where, to where the Spirit might be leading you. Listen and then be obedient. Number three, if you're part of a small group, maybe a Sunday school class or an accountability group, maybe a Bible study or prayer group, consider crafting a rule of life together. Number four, the rule should evolve over time as you grow in your faith. I recommend revisiting it every six months to a year to see if there's something that needs to be adjusted. Number five, consider creating rule of life for your family. It don't have to be a massive list of things to do. It can be something as simple as committing to spending a few minutes each day as a family praying for one another and reading the Bible. Number six, 
write it down someplace that you can review it regularly to hold yourself accountable. And number seven, explore how others have crafted a rule of life. Spend time reading about how others have crafted their rule and the things that they have included in it. I'll leave some links uh, on the episode description if you'd like to read more about how to craft a rule of life and how others have gone about doing it. Thanks so much for listening to the Holy Awkward Silence podcast. Until next time, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.